South Africa is a sports-mad country with a host of sports stars, but just how well do we know them? Yes, their on-field achievements are impressive, even inspiring in some cases, but I want to know who they are as people, what makes them tick, and what they get up to behind closed doors. That's what At Home with Dylan Rogers is all about. Sure, we'll talk some sport, but I really just want to see where the conversation goes. For the first in this series, there's a bit of a twist as we're all in lockdown. So for now, I chat to them over the phone, and I'm calling these first few At Home with Dylan Rogers, The Lockdown Files. First up, Proteus legend A.B. de Villiers. I kick things off by asking him just how he's coping not being able to hit a cricket ball. I've never been too hard on myself by taking a bit of a break, so I'm, I'm extremely happy for not hitting some balls. Sometimes when you take a three-week or month period off, um, coming back, it was the best thing ever to, to, to do, um, just to keep the mind fresh and, and then to work hard again. So in terms of uh, staying fit, you're obviously you're 36 now. Um, what do you need uh, to stay fit from a cardio point of view, weights point of view? How do you how do you break not break down your your fitness regime? Um, during the lockdown, I've only taken two days off when it comes to gym work. So I, I basically almost run every single day. I, I do my strength work and core work. Uh, I'm in touch with Timmy Masakela, which is the fitness trainer for the Proteus. Um, he sent everyone programs, and um, I've tweaked mine a bit. Uh, there are I, I work on some other um, some other uh, specifics as well um, that works for my body and my back. That's been a week. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I, I work out every day. I have a, I have a treadmill. I have the, all the dumbbells I need in my house, uh, a bench, um, and some some mats to do my core work on, and a couple of medicine balls. So that's that's pretty easy. I just follow my program every day. Now, what about the other elements of being in lockdown? AB, obviously, uh, increased time with the family. I know you've got two young boys. Um, how have you found all that? Uh, it's, uh, look, uh, it's hard to stay in, uh, um, in, in the house the whole day. Um, we, we don't have the biggest gardens um, to, to move around with as well, and I'm a bit of an outdoors man, but um, I, I do spend as much time as possible outside in my garden. Um, I have a putting green here that I installed about six months ago, which is one of the best moves of my life, and especially now. Um, I absolutely love just tripping some balls and putting around. The kids love it. Um, they can play cricket on it. They play soccer on it. Um, it's a, it's an all-sports terrain um, uh, surface. Uh, so, yes, I, I mean, we, we, we try and stick to some sort of a routine um, by waking up, uh, taking the kids through their, their bases when it comes to school advice and stuff and both the little schools that they attend to that they got to go through every day, about half an hour, 10 hours work, um, which is not too hectic. And then just little routines that we try and stick to um, a bit of time uh, building a puzzle, um, some outside activities. Um, I love my cooking, so I, I spend a bit of time in the kitchen as well. And then uh, we, we don't do too much um, screen time, but uh, we do turn the telly on for 30 minutes or an hour of um, a kid's story or a movie that we can watch together as a family. So uh, you like your cooking. Uh, you got a favorite dish or you have a speciality? Do you like to... To, to, to whip up for the wife? <laughs> um, pretty much anything that's, um, that, that I can find in the fridge. Uh, she does the shopping and then I, I, I spend a bit of time in there trying to get some stuff together. I love doing pasta, which is very basic, but um, from, a young, from a very young age, I've, I've really enjoyed doing um, special pastas with some, some special mushrooms in there. I love cooking the sauce on the, um, on the pan and, and getting some special ingredients in there, like the basic, the garlic and, and, and chili. 
and some flavor, etc. Um, so yeah, I, I enjoy doing pasta, but other than that, anything that, that goes, I've got a rack of lamb, uh, I love brying, we have a little pizza oven, yeah, I, I do pizzas as well. Um, I really just enjoy that hour that I spend spend um, in front of the the pots and the pans. <laughs> it sort of, it, 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 makes, it really freshens up the mind a bit in a way. But come on now, you spend so much time in India, you're not a, you're not a curry maker. No, not really. Um, I, I do enjoy curry dish from time to time. Um, we do have curry at home. I, I don't make it from scratch. Uh, it's, it's more often than not ready meals, ready-made meals. But um, curry is one that I might that I might have to explore a bit with in the next in the next month or so. Let's get back to your boys, uh, AB. You've got two boys. How old are they now? Yeah, they're still young, two and four. Um, but they're turning three and five soon um, in a, in two three months' time. Um, yeah, they're, they're nice and busy. That's definitely one of the biggest challenges so far with the lockdown of the two of them. I think they get quite frustrated. Um, they absolutely love running around. They want to be busy the whole day. And I think they get frustrated um, being locked in here. Um, and that's why I try and get them outside as much as I can. And from a, it's obviously early days now, but uh, from a sport point of view, have they shown any interest uh, in any particular ball sports at the moment? Yeah, I haven't been pushy at all with that. Um, so... Um, I, I, I won't say there's, there's a lot of promise yet, but um, there's definitely interest from both of them, and there's definitely hand-eye coordination. Um, so um, I'll, I'll see where, where, where we go with that. I'm, I'm not a big believer in pushing someone from a, from a young age. I think both of them will find their own little parts, and I'll always be there to support um, wherever necessary and when, when I do realise that one of them have a, a big interest in, in, in something, um, whether it's... Um, it can be literally, literally anything. But um, obviously, I wanted to do sports. I think it's good for staying fit and healthy, and it's good for kids' mind to to run around and, and throw balls around and do sprints and whatnot. So um, I, I, I do give the opportunities for them to to be outside and, and stay busy. Um, and but from there on, we'll see. Uh, once they're in primary school, heading into high school, I think I'll realise if there's something, some special talent. Now, what about your wife, uh, AB? Um, she's obviously more accustomed to having you away and on tour and, you know, various cricket projects around the world. It's a different dynamic now. Suddenly you thrown back together for a prolonged period of time. You're in, in, inside of the house. How are you guys dealing with, uh, with, with spending so much more time together? It's amazing. Um, yes, I, I, I won't say she's grown accustomed to having me on tour the whole time, it, it's certainly not normal to be away from home more often than not. Um, it's something that we've really struggled with over the over the years. Um, but um, obviously, we understood that it's part of what I do, and um, so we, we we made it work. But now it's it's definitely more normal. This is how it's supposed to be. Um, we're very happy. Uh, she's more of an arty kind of girl. She spends a lot of time with the music. Um, she loves reading. Um, she's a she's a clever one. So she. Yeah, we, we sort of fit in nicely with each other. I like being outdoors and being busy the whole day, and she likes to, to write songs and, and do a bit of music, and, and it's, it's great to, to be at home. Um, I think in two or three years' time, looking back, I think this month, you know, at, at home, I think we'll look back with fond memories. Um, as hard as it is sometimes, I think it's, it's really good for, from a family point of view, where you really get to spend a lot of time together. I get to know my boys' um, personalities really well. I get to spend a lot of time with my wife when the boys are in bed at night. I mean, it's it's celebrations. <laughs> um, we we watch movies and TV series and we cook together. So it's it's really special and it's, it's been a, it's been a great few weeks from that from that regard. Now you mentioned music uh, and your wife, maybe, but uh, 
it's an interest of yours as well. Do you, are you still picking up the guitar and strumming away? I do. Um, yes, I, I, I love writing songs as well. Um, and I, I do spend a bit of time on the guitar. It is frustrating at times because, I mean, as much as I play, you always realize there's so much more to learn. And <laughs> I don't think I have the time to, to really um, to go that deep with a guitar play. Um, but it's, it's an amazing instrument. Um, the sky's the limit when it comes to learning different tricks and new chords and, and all of that. So, uh, I, but I, I do spend as much time as I can. I, I probably play about twice or maybe three times a week where I pick it up for 30 minutes only. So, uh, I love learning new songs and then I, I, I spend about an hour or so here and there where I, I just write um, and try different genres and, and then write some choruses that, that I feel is powerful. And, but more often than not, they don't really leave the house. Um, I play it to my boys and my wife and, and that's basically where it ends the third. So give us, a, give us a sense of your, your musical intre- interests, your favorite bands or different types of genres that, uh, that you enjoy listening to. I, I, that, that's gonna that's gonna keep us busy for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love all kinds of music. I, I really do. Uh, I, I, I don't have a preference. Um, I, I can literally say classical music to rock. Um, anything that that works. Uh, old old stuff, new stuff. In, in, any good genre, a song that's been produced well that I can feel um, resonates with me when it comes to the lyrics. I always hear the lyrics first, and then when there's a strong uh, melody, um, it's it, it's obviously a, a go-to and I'll listen to it for a while. Um, I love old stuff like Queen, Elton John, um, The Trunks, anything that goes way back to the Bee Gees that my parents taught me to, to listen to when I was younger. I absolutely love that. And then some of the new stuff, I mean, let's go not so new, um, I think 90s, uh, Live Counting Crows, those kind of bands. And then some of the new stuff, um, Ed Sheeran, uh, Coldplay, <laughs> anything, anything goes. That's why I tell you, I'm going to frustrate you if I start talking music. You can literally name me any band and I'll go, ah, yes, that's good. And it can be any um, any decade for the last 50 years, 60 years, I'll, I'll, I'll find some music that I, that I enjoy. Now, a couple of years ago, you released an album with uh, Ampi Duprie, Mark Your Drum of Are we going to see a return to that and maybe a, a, a follow-up album, Ivy? I always have interest in music. I did something with Lauren Zoid not long ago, and that will be aired um, on telly soon. We also we wrote three songs together. Hopefully that will make, make it down to iTunes one day. Um, one's an inspirational, motivational song um, that's basically about my cricket career, but also just like that never-say-die attitude once again. Um, I like writing about that and ins- inspiring and if someone can listen to the lyrics and find a bit of inspiration from that, that's what it's about. Um, so I, I wrote three songs with Byron. Um, I don't know if it's gonna it's gonna get out there, but um, he's there in a in a studio. <laughs> let's hope we will work on that. But there will be something on the telly soon on um, that uh, TV show that she hosts, uh, Republic of South Africa. Um, so hopefully that'll um, make some midways uh, around SA and which people will find some inspiration from that. Um, other than that, I, I don't know if Ampin and I will play together again. Um, he's, he's, um, he's done his own thing and he's done exceptionally well. It's been very successful and I know he's bringing out a new song with the Evils Fantastis um, pretty soon. It's an amazing song. Um, but who knows where, where the world takes us. Uh, maybe maybe one, one day in a few years' time we'll do something together again. But the music will always be in me. I, like I said, I love writing. Um, because of my crickets, I've, I've been very fortunate to have made some good friendships along the way. People like Aaron Zoid, um, um, and etc. And so, 
hopefully those opportunities will keep coming just to to write something together get an inspirational message out there to whoever feels they need some inspiration you regard yourself so, as a as a sort of died in the world pretoria uh, boyke you never get you never gonna leave the area well, I didn't grow up here. I, I, I lived in Mombas till I was thirteen. Uh, I was um, came to Afis as a border at the age of fourteen, and then only I started. Well, for for my high school years, I stayed in Pretoria, obviously as a border, and then since then I've, I've been in Pretoria. I absolutely love the city. My parents are still in Mombas or Bella Bella, so that's actually where my heart is, my roots. Um, in a small town, it's about an hour's drive from Pretoria. Uh, but but I, I, I mean you, you you can you can never tell where where life's going to take you. I mean we could be in a different city in two years time, or I could possibly live here for the rest of my life. I have no idea, and I'm not that kind of sentimental guy who will say this and now I'm staying here forever. This is me. Um, I'm I'm pretty open to new ideas, new challenges um, in life, and wherever life takes us, we'll we'll take it on. But for now, we're very happy in Pretoria. So you wouldn't rule out uh, a move like your old mate Faf moving to Cape Town a couple of years ago? Yeah, I mean, that, that, was, um, that came on, on his path and it, it worked for them and they, they, they're really happy there. Uh, I, I won't say never. Um, I, we also looked at property once uh, about five years ago um, in the in the Paul and Stellenbosch area. Um, I, I mean, we, we're very happy. We, whatever, like I said, whatever phase you're in the blood um, and whatever makes sense at the time, um, you've got to have the guts to to take it on. Um, so if, if that day comes around where I, I feel it's the best for myself and my family to move somewhere else, we'll do it. But for, like I said, for now, we're very settled here, very happy in Pretoria. My family is here, uh, both my brothers um, and my parents are not far away. Um, my in-laws are also here in Pretoria. Um, the kids are settled in schools. Um, so we, we're very happy. We live in a golf, golf estate. Um, so that's my dream come true. I, I spend a lot of time on the golf course. Um, so yes, happy here for now, but um, I won't say it's going to be like this forever. We might end up somewhere else. Um, whatever happens, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh. Speaking of Faf, uh, AB, you guys, uh, you obviously go a long way back to, to primary school, am I right? Uh, are, you, uh, are you in regular contact? How often do you guys speak? Yeah, we are. We've known each other since about the age of nine. Uh, Always played together, became really good friends uh, at high school. We were more, more like rivals um, from a young age. And then we ended up in the same team at high school and then became really good friends. And I mean, it's a dream come true for the two of us to have played for the Proteus. Um, I really enjoyed my time um, with Fafi there. Um, it was great to have a good mate and we always spoke to each other in the middle saying, Afi Guts, you know, it's good for school. <laughs> we always... We always kept that little um, school thing going, um, but obviously there was a bigger, bigger purpose playing for the Proteus. It felt like um, obviously touching lives around South Africa was a was a huge privilege for both of us, and that was a big thing that inspired both of us. Um, so it was good to playing with him, and obviously I miss the man living in Cape Town now, but um, I'm sure we'll catch up soon again. Maybe there's a, there's still a story to, story to tell with the Proteus. We'll see what happens in the future. On that note, I saw the interview with a uh, report uh, saying if the T20 World Cup doesn't take place this year, it might come too late for you. You, you got some thoughts on that? Yeah, I'm very relaxed with that. You see, it's, once again, it's, it's like you're asking me, am I going to be in Pretoria for the rest of my life? I don't know. <laughs> um, do I want to play for the protest again? I've always wanted to. I would absolutely love to do that. Um, my life situation changes from day to day. And... Um, I'm not selfish, but I'm 36 years old, and I, 
uh, something more, much more important than cricket, and that's my family and um, their well-being. Um, and also my own well-being when it comes to fitness and mind freshness and, and all kinds of things that play a role these days. So I absolutely would love to play for the Proteus again. Um, there's nothing that can make me more happy than to go and lift the World Cup for them. Um, it's always been a big dream of mine. So that dream will never end. Um, if it's going to happen, I don't know. I, I'm not going to sit here and say, yes, I'm going. And then six months down the line, something happens and I don't end up there again. And um, I upset a lot of people. So for now, I'm just going to say I would love to play. Let's see where it takes us. Um, there's a lot that needs to happen. First of all, I'll have to score some runs somewhere and show Bouchy and, and the selectors that I'm still good enough. If I'm not good enough anymore, I'm definitely not going to do it. Uh, I'm not going to go in there at 80, 90% and, and frustrate myself and also disappoint people. Um, I must feel like I'm in the form of my life. I'm as fit as ever. I'm driven and then um, knock the door down and, and find a spot in the team. And if all those things happen and they're, they're lined up, um, I'm going to be at that World Cup and try and win, win one for the country. Um, but as I said, I can't commit for now. Uh, have there's obviously been some discussions? Uh, have those discussions progressed nicely? Obviously, there's a lot that needs to happen, but uh, you've obviously had initial discussions with Boucher and Smith, etc. Yes, I, I played in the tournament in December, the local Mizanji tournament. Boucher was my coach. Um, he had no idea that he was going to be the Proteus coach at the time, um, and he started. Um, he, he was watching me perform and, and playing the cricket and having an influence on the youngsters. And he said, listen, you seem like you're really enjoying the game. And I said, oh, absolutely, I'm, I'm loving every second of it. Big big reason for that is I haven't played a lot. Um, I've, I've had a lot of rest. I've played about four or five months of the year, where back in the day it was about 11 months. So finding that freshness and that, and that drive again, I really enjoyed the Masandi League. Um, I loved spending time with the youngsters. And Bauchi said, listen, I don't think your career is done. Eh? <laughs> um, do, you, do you see a chance of you possibly playing for the Proteus again. And I said, yes, I'll definitely be open for that. We'll see what happens. I mean, um, I'm, I'm obviously not contracted these days, but I'll, if, if someone approaches me, um, I'll be open to that. And not two weeks later, he became the coach. And <laughs> he gave me a shot. He said, listen, um, do you still feel that way? And I said, yes, I do. Um, and then we started chatting. So there's nothing, nothing written down yet, um, nothing cast in stone, but... Bouchy and I are in touch, and Smitty as well, and we chat regularly, and they, they keep um, touching base with me, and that's that's so nice. It's, it's really different to, um, not different, but it's, it's just refreshing to have cricket brains in there, people who really understand the game, who understand what it feels like at the age of 36, having played 14, 15 years of international cricket. They understand what kind of, kind of situation I'm in. So the, the chats that we have, um, I really feel like I'm understood, and... Um, they really feel I have something still to give to the Proteus, and so do I. So if everything lines up nicely, um, hopefully that'll work out. You, you mentioned you're 36 and, and obviously closer to retirement than, than not, uh, A.B. Uh, do you cast your mind forward to, to think about what life might be like post-cricket when you eventually hang that batter? Um, obviously, yes, a lot. Um, <laughs> and if you ask me if I found it yet, No. <laughs> So I, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, I, I, I feel there's, there's still something that I'll, that I'll want to give to cricket or give back. And I'd love to be involved with some young players with talent and um, and sort of give back what was given to me when I was younger. A lot of lot of guys mentored me and it inspired me to be 
to have become to become the cricketer that I have, and I I I would love to do the same kind of thing in 20, 30 years down the line. See guys scoring big hundreds, um, and winning World Cups for South Africa. So, um, definitely something along those lines, and then maybe something away from cricket as well. Um, I've been working on some stuff away from the game. Um, we've developed a. A golf cart not long ago, I'm involved with my father-in-law with that. And then away from that, there are a couple of other things also that I'm working on. Um, throughout my career, I, I studied some online courses um, with uh, business management and also property development. So I have a bit of interest in that. It's not as easy as I thought it would be, but um, I do have some opportunities to get involved with that. And, and that's completely away from the game. So I, I've always felt it's important for me to do stuff away from the game. My life can't just revolve around cricket as much as I love it. Um, there's more to life than just that. So I've always tried to really um, find something away from the game. And um, I haven't found the the, the, the one yet, but um, hopefully that golf cart business is something that I'm really interested in. Um, we've launched that and, and hopefully that'll take off and I'll really spend a bit of time uh, making that special. Lastly, AB, uh, if you look back in, on your career, your cricket career, do you have any regrets? <laughs> no, not at all. Um, I've had a fantastic time. Uh, I mean, I would have loved to have won a World Cup. Uh, we all know that. The 2015 one was, uh, was one that really hurt me quite a bit. Um, we came so close and I felt we were ready. And unfortunately, it didn't work out. But it's, I, I don't regret it. It's just, it, 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 was, it was sad, obviously. <laughs> it, was a, it was a big knock for me. Um, I felt like we were going to take the Aussies down in the final. We were so ready, and unfortunately, we stumbled um, over our own little mistakes. I, I would say I don't think we were beaten that night. New Zealand played good cricket, but um, we just we stumbled and made some mistakes, which um, which ended up us coming short. But it's uh, it's not a regret. Like I said, there are absolutely no regrets. I, I don't look like that at life. I feel you make mistakes, and um, it's part of your. It's part of your makeup as, as a person, and it, it shapes your character. So I, I look at nothing with regret. Um, I look back and I feel like okay, I could have done that differently, but it shapes something else again. So it's all part of the big story. There are no regrets. I had a fantastic time. I met a lot of friends along the way, and it's. I mean, cricket has, has changed my life completely. It's given me. It's given me a lot, and um, I think it's time for me. Just start thinking of, of like I said before, um, giving back a bit and, um, and finding a way to, to really um, share my knowledge and experience over the years with, with some players that, that, want, uh, that want and need that. So there you have it. A.B. de Villiers has his own putting green, fancies himself over a pasta dish, has written music with Carr and Zoid, spends a lot of time on the golf course, misses his mate Faf, and has gone into the golf cart business. More importantly, Sounds like the 2015 World Cup still hurts and he has unfinished business with the Proteas. Watch this space.